A division of Space Action Heroes, a webcomic you can find at spaceactionheroes.com. I'm Chris Carson. And I'm DC and Shama. Oh, hey, DC. Oh, how's it going? Carson's back in the house. I'm back. No more solo podcast. Well, no, no more, no more, but no solo podcast this week because <laughs> I'm here and we're talking about Avengers Endgame. You need at least two people to talk about this fucking much movie. That's true. Thanos did exactly what he said he was going to do. He wiped out 50% of all living creatures. We lost. All of us. We lost friends. We lost family. We lost a part of ourselves. This is the fight of our lives. This is gonna work, Steve. I know it is. Because I don't know what I'm gonna do if it doesn't. <laughs> Listen to how much movie that was. That was a lot of movie. That was at least like two bags of movie. That was uh, three hours worth of content. Well, two hours 45 and 15 minutes of credits. Did it go by quickly for you? It did. Right? It went really fast. Yeah. It was, um, well, just to get right off, like, I guess, should we avoid spoilers, or should we just... Let's, to... let's go spoil for a bit, and then we'll give a, we'll warn people when okay. we're coming in. Okay, Because it. it's hard to talk about this without... Yeah, like, anything past the first 15 minutes without... Even that, Even actually. That's yeah, that's true. But I guess Shit. just, overall, generally speaking, um, I enjoyed the film. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I enjoyed it. I liked Infinity War more. Infinity War felt more focused. It felt tighter. This was a little all over the map. A lot of uh, lulls I in the narrative. Yeah. Even though it did pass relatively quickly, I did find myself for the first 45 minutes a little bored. <gasps> I did. <gasps> See, I like the dark and depressing. So that first 45 hour, that it's almost like this somber meditation of mm. like the compromises of loss. I was like, this is amazing. Well, like, I, no, I, I want like, a whole phase of just people just fucking that. broken and wandering around this wasteland of a world. It was so bleak. I think what it was, it wasn't like like um, just general boredom. It was like it was like watching a stage play because the actors were really knocking it out of the park with their interactions with each other. They know these characters for so long. I just felt the pacing. I guess maybe just where they decided to put the scenes, which scenes came after which scene. Because a lot of those scenes you could have plucked out and put in any Place, order. any order. So I was finding myself a little wandering on the technicalities. I always am a slave to the technicalities. Fair. That's, you know, that's so why you watch movies. Like, yeah, and I was like, I was just getting a little like, uh, could have could have trimmed that a little, could have trimmed this a little. Hmm. I was getting a little, but then once the story kicked in, I wasn't thinking about that anymore. Sure, I was just focused on what was happening. That was just them putting the ball in the tea stand. Yeah, and like gearing up. Like yeah. the second they cue the theme and everything, like, oh, this is where we're oh, going. This is happening. I yeah. remember I turned to my buddy Drew at that point. I'm like, I am in right now. <laughs> I am. My seatbelt is buckled and tightened. Like this is so ridiculous. What's he but say? I'm cursing Captain America. Let's go get this son of a bitch. He's got quite the foul mouth now. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you if everybody fucking died? <laughs> I love that that one line where Rhodey's like, "Why don't we just." And he mimics it just strangling a baby Thanos. <laughs> I was like, they've all... I, I can't blame them. He is worse than Hitler at this yeah, point. Like, I they're all... I like, about that moment. Yeah! <laughs> so... 
And but again, so, um, maybe spoiler we should just... Maybe spoiler, we should, well, but just to wrap up, spoiler free. Yeah. Um, and then we get to a third act, which I thought was just the most fulfilling way. Like, I was like, I don't know how else you're going to bring this to us, a satisfying landing. Mm-hmm. But that ending to me was just like, you kind of... Infinity War kind of locked in a little bit more. I'm like, oh, that's why you left it on that cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. Because you wanted that moment. I totally get it now. I felt Infinity War was kind of... I remember the first, you know, thinking about when we talked about it on the first time on the podcast. Which has now been a year this podcast yeah. has been going. It's a year. Oh, yeah, we've been, yeah, it's been a fucking year. Our second episode was Infinity War. That's Wars, right. Yeah. Um, that, uh, I remember being so like, what the fuck, there was no character interaction, and there was no, uh. Oh, between Tony yeah, and Captain America. Yeah, but, like, now I kind of get the Russo Brothers Avengers movie. They really do sacrifice, um character reintroduction for plot mm-hmm. cap sees tony and they're like okay moving along moving mm-hmm. along like we just said we have shit to do we have five hours worth of movie we have to cram in two flicks we crammed in. so i kind of was a little bit more forgiving of it this time mm-hmm. around like it and i forgot my original point but <laughs> <laughs> well cap and cap Ka- Ka- uh, i guess there's no spoiler since if you've seen the trailer let's just not spoil they, anything outside the trailer yeah they fist now. bump or some shit in the trailer so tony and and, and uh, cap obviously meet up and they see each other again but i i thought the, they felt like a, a couple that had broken up seeing each other again yeah so it wasn't over the top it yeah. wasn't ridiculous it was just sort of like uh i didn't expect it i thought it a little bit be a little bit more Oh shit, you're alive! But I kind of like the way you're right. It was just kind of mm-hmm. a couple of being like, I don't. Just I, yeah. We're back to where we were last time. Yeah. Saw you. We have a lot of fixing to do. <laughs> yeah. But um, oh, and I guess another spoiler-free thing is overall, which I mentioned earlier, that I felt uh, the the uh, it's a little complaint against the Russo brothers. And again, I don't want to come off as curmudgeon-y, because I did enjoy the movie quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Russo brothers have no real sense of style. Like, there's nothing. Uh, that's a wrong term. They uh, they have no. You, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Every movie the Russo brothers makes feels like they're just copying another person's movie. Like, there's no... They have no signature style of the Russo brothers. Okay. And I'll say that for... My example was Captain America Winter Soldier. And everyone... I, myself included, love Winter Soldier, but I feel like if you take Captain America out of the equation, it's a pretty lackluster Tom Clancy movie. Right. But the surprise of, oh, this is a comic book movie that's right. a Tom Clancy movie... And the Russo brothers seemed to know how... Because this movie almost felt like they were remaking in a lot of ways, just in the sense of the action beats, the points that were hit by the characters culminating and then breaking apart, et cetera, et cetera, were all the same beats from Infinity War. Mm. So it was almost like they remade Infinity War, uh, like, like um, editing-wise and pacing-wise, right. and when, like, oh, the music cues up and the person shows up at this moment in the fight, and it was exactly the same as Infinity War. Sure. So I feel the Russo brothers are, uh, they're very technical. They understand how to put a movie together, but I don't think they have much of a sense of style. I think that's why they work for these last two, though. Because they know how to push everything. They they can look at 20 movies and be like, okay, we'll take a little bit of this, we'll Mm -hmm. copy the Guardians of how they did this, technically. They did work on Community and Arrested Development, in which they had to step in a pretty... Like set template, you know. Mm. You can't know. You can't look at season four of Community. You can't just walk <laughs> in and try to make that shit. I'd rather not look at that. <laughs> exactly. Ever again. Exactly. So I, I feel like that's why they work so well. They're like, hey, you're, you know, Winter Soldier. You're right. Was exactly like a Jack Ryan movie, mm. but Captain America was in it. You guys can source all these movies into a finale for this. Smush them all together. And like that movie does feel like a weird mix of Ragnarok, Guardians, and Iron Man. Mm. And like you're like, oh no, this all feels like they should belong in this. Uh, 
universe. And you're absolutely right. I think that it's intentional. I think when this movie comes out on video, you're going to see a lot of side-by-side comparisons oh, yeah, of the two movies. The same beats are hit. I think it's intentional because, like, especially, like, the, the mirror one. It's like poetry. It rhymes. But, like, executed <laughs> well. I thought the exact same thing where George Lucas just shrugs and people don't know what we're talking about. It's Ant-Man's the, a funnier character than we're used to. <laughs> there was a making of way back in the day where George Lucas was writing The Phantom Menace and he's highlighting the lines and saying how, oh, in this interaction, I think it was them going to the club in episode two was it oh yeah that's when he cuts the guy. and he's just like it's just like death sticks yeah god damn it so um it's just like when they walked in the cantina in star wars so you know it's like poetry the beach, it, rhymes. They, they, it rhymes echoes and he just shrugs yeah. like i guess and everyone in the room awkwardly laughs like yeah you really don't know yeah. what the fuck's going on <laughs> but i feel like what's the name of the writers uh Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, they kind of get it, and the Russos get it visually. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a two and shots. And Al Silvestri, too. Oh, you have to give him a lot yes. of credit because he mushed together everyone's music. Yeah, really well. People were complaining about the music, myself included, about the Marvel music. It seems they listened. Yeah, because they great. got the themes in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sorry. I really dug, like, like, the two I think of that are really distinct are there's a panning shot of everybody being decimated in Wakanda and outside the Avengers. Oh, I should probably. Spoilers. Okay, now we have to say. From this point <laughs> onwards. Just so you know, so you're not angry, that was from Infinity War, we were just saying, yeah, when well, everyone yeah, turned to in, dust. dust in, in okay, and then that's where I have to cut you off, so, and you get five, four, three, two, one. Spoilers! Everyone gets decimated in the Avengers compound with Thanos' army. Mm-hmm. It's the same panning shot. There's even a guy in the foreground who's standing yeah, in the yeah, same spot. It literally was. The 360 shot of Thanos sitting down is exactly the same of Infinity War, but at the end of it, he sighs and turns to dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't... Oh, one of the best villain deaths ever. Just giving Dustin? him... You know, give him well, dignity. But I like, he just watches his army fall apart, and he's just like... He doesn't freak out like a bitch. He's just like, fuck. My counterpoint, Motherfuck. My counterpoint to that is that it wasn't... The Thanos. It wasn't the Thanos that we grew to know in Infinity War. So I felt that undermined it a little, to be honest with you. Because it's like, we went on this journey with this character. He suffered, he sacrificed everything to do what he thought was right. And then was unceremoniously killed off in the first five minutes, which was great. Mm-hmm. But then the Thanos from the past stepped in, and he didn't have any of that history. And that's what I liked about it, though. I, I thought... just felt less of a connection to him. I, I think that was intentional, again. Because that Thanos, to me, read more villainous. He's carrying on this massive sword. He's covered in blood all the mm-hmm. time. How and is he... that Thanos able to go up against the Avengers? He had no Infinity Stones. He's really strong like the Hulk, but yeah, maybe <laughs> right? he's, just, he's really good at he's fighting. Really good. He's really good. He's that vicious of a dude. Because I thought he killed the Hulk, or punched the Hulk out in the in Infinity War because he's already had a stone. No, I think he's just like really... He's, he's just a big purple... Badass. Because aren't the Titans almost gods, essentially? I guess so. Because at one point he pulls a fucking Infinity Stone out of the gauntlet to punch Captain Marvel, and it doesn't like, hurt yeah, him at all. it so. doesn't hurt him at all. But then also Hawkeye held an Infinity Stone. They broke a lot of their they, own they, when rules. Hawkeye, when he uh, when they literally they had the same set, so they didn't want to build a new set. It was a little... I didn't... I, again, I know it's like symmetry and like poetry, but the Scarlet... <sighs> or the Black Widow... Um, Hawkeye. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just the same scene again. Maybe on Vormir you can hold a new... Because how else are you going to get it out of there? I get, but then if you can't get it out of there, wouldn't that be part of the, the keeping it secret? Also, was he just holding it when he got back from the time travel mission? I think so. Okay. Well, <laughs> listen, that's, that, I'll bring that up later. That's kind of where we have to... Like, same with the time travel, you have to get into like the... Uh, the nitty gritty. Yeah. Well, let's go... Th- but, like, let's not jump all over, though. Let's actually... Let's, let's go through the movie? Go through the movie. Okay. So it starts um, with them minutes almost, it seems, after uh, the end of Infinity War, maybe a few days after Infinity War. 
Oh, it starts with Hawkeye. That scene. Oh, right, is right. Executed. The very first scene. Oh. Hawkeye's uh, family getting snapped so away. So I saw it twice. Um, on the second time I saw it, my audience was far more docile. The first night we went, it was like and you so, know, was it two, Thursday? The first night? I uh, Thursday night. Yeah, it was like the final game of like you know the UFC. It was mm. fucking fantastic. People were losing their shit. Um, so uh, just like Last Jedi, I had that perfect silence when Holdo flies through the. Uh, Star Destroyer. Mm. That whole opening scene, there's no score. It's just stark just quiet, sound. Yeah. So you got to hear everyone be like, fuck! Yeah. Like, whenever his family would oh, slow it in, just made it more gutting. Oh. Like, if I watched that by myself, I wouldn't be like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. like, watching it with, like, an audience, it was, it was, it landed so well. I thought that was a great way to start the movie of just, like, yeah, it still sucks for these guys. Like, we're starting on such a down note. You know what I just thought of? Why was it daytime? Wasn't Clint Thanos in Africa yeah. in the middle of the day? Yeah. Maybe the, maybe the <laughs> decimation, because it also happened on Titan. Remember, because I thought about this, uh, too. Um, it also, uh, the, we see Nick Fury die. I yeah. think it just, maybe the decimation took, like, four days. And people were just disappearing in chunks. Or they just didn't want to shoot at night because it costs more. That, too. And <laughs> that, and also probably no one thought the continuity no thought of whatsoever. Was, I don't want to come off. <laughs> I, maybe I'm just really tired and grumpy right now. I'm like, whoa, what are you because that scene wouldn't have worked as well as night. I was like, them. why are they playing? Why is he teaching her to fucking shoot arrows at night? That's yeah, fucking I guess creepy. it could have been around dinner table or something, but that would maybe have been it a was dinner. Awkward too. It was dinner. Maybe he just has really big floodlights set up all around his yard. Maybe it's like four a.m. and they're having a picnic. Yeah, it's creeping weird. <laughs> or it's summer, so it's like yeah. it's the longest day Let's of the go year. With that. And Thanos snapped it yeah. in the morning, and so it was like you know eleven, ten o'clock in Africa. Yeah, yeah there you go. sure. There you go. Okay, <laughs> why not? <laughs> there we go. Solved. <laughs> Time zones have not defeated Endgame. Today. I'm gonna get started on the Infinity Gauntlet later, but uh, that's another point of contention I had of. The whole plot of uh, of Peter Dinklage having to build out of a dying sun in, in, in a gauntlet. Tony's really good. Even teasing in the other gauntlet was at the place. Remember when Thor got there, mm -hmm. they saw the right-handed one. Mm -hmm. So I thought, oh, they're going to have to go get that one. But or the one from uh, Asgard. Right. Wow. The fa fake that Kate Blanchett mm -hmm. knocks over. But, anyway. again, in those five years, Tony got really good. He was way more relaxed at the cottage. <laughs> he spent more time to... Be he built at least really? six more suits. Like, that yeah. one was another new one. That was another new one. Yeah, another, so... Another, uh, what do you call it in Avengers? I call it the reboot suit, because he taps it like the reboot it. logo. But um, he said, because remember of Hulk... Nano suiters. It's nanotech. You like it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um... Which also I liked the way that played in. I was like, why nanotech? Why are you going with the black? I didn't really like the Black Panther teeth collar thing. I guess because Wakanda's technology got out to the world, and so now Tony has one has access but to it. But using it as a plot device, we'll get to it later. I was yeah. like, oh, that's now I'm a little bit more. Again, that's one thing from Infinity War. I'm like, oh. I'm more forgiving of the nanobot technology because right, right, yeah. there's a point to there it. There is now. a point. Um, oh, but going through it, so, so then Hawkeye's after that, family disappears, and yep. then it's the Avengers. Uh, the post-credit scene from Captain Marvel was them using the Avengers using Nick Fury's pager to call her. So I guess we're to assume Danvers was just like, "What do you need?" They're like, "We need go Tony get Stark. Tony." Yeah. yeah. So uh, it just starts with Tony Stark. Uh, yeah, no, actually, it does oh, cut to him. How great! I could have watched a whole movie of just Nebula hanging out with uh, Tony, with Tony playing that uh, football game. So where you flick the paper. Through I love that they were just best friends. Yeah, it just proves Tony Stark yeah. is so charming. He just can win <laughs> anyone over. What's the? He's like, no, no, you don't grab it. You don't grab it. Yeah, you just. You Flick it through. Okay. Good sport. Yeah. You sh they shake hands. I'm having fun. And I'm like, that is adorable. <laughs> and then she gives him the food. 
When he, that was he very offers sweet. her the food and Nebula hands the food Did, back to him. By the way, anyone else notice that Tony's dressed exactly like Super Mario in that shot? Was he? Yeah, he's wearing all red with like bluish overalls. I didn't even know. And he's got kind of the mustache. And I was like, is he wearing white gloves? Like someone had to have noticed that he's dressed like Super oh, we, Mario. We got a Mario situation <laughs> happening was, here. Anyways, besides the point, I just thought it was so strange. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I wonder where he got the suit. Because wasn't he in his little hoodie on? Uh... I'm um, guessing Quill just had Titan. clothes laying around. Oh, those were Peter Quill's clothes. Yeah, because one of the one of the leather jackets he was wearing looked definitely very Quill esque. And Peter Quill's gotten pretty chunky, so <laughs> there's old, old Quill clothes. Old Quill clothes. Yeah. But uh, so then he's about to die. Tony's about to die. He's all emaciated. They actually CGI'd him down to look all tiny. I love that post rescue Tony is just 1994 and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, he's just, just a belligerent. <laughs> Fucked up, yanking oh. out his his, his, uh, his IV. You could tell they're like, like Robert. Yeah, ninety four. He's like, got it. Yeah, I'm there. I'm with you. I think they officially now have have uh, Marvel Studios has acknowledged the television shows because Howard Stark's butler Jarvis Jarvis is I thought from, that was very cool. Was from um, Agent or not Agents of Shield? The the Agent Carter. Because I guess the only crossover is Coulson and Agent Carter. He's in Agents of Shield, but that goes the other way. They pulled him from the cinematic universe. The cinematic universe has never acknowledged the ABC I see. shows. So or the Peggy's Netflix the only shows. thing. Yeah, that kind of loops back over. But still, again, a TV show that took from the cinematic universe. Ah, okay, okay. The movies never reference the TV shows. Vice versa all the time. See, and I bet you that was like a director decision. I feel like that was a director decision. You yeah, think? I wonder. I don't know. Because they see, again, the Russos, like, they're like, we've worked in television. We know how this shit works, how to do fan service well. I imagine, like, little shit, like, I'm gonna get fucking, let's get the elder back. Um, what's her name? Uh, Tilda Swindon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you knew Pim was gonna come back. But there was another one I was like, I... I Oh, I think it was probably an outtake of Natalie Portman getting out of bed. Oh, yeah. There's or no a way... stunt double with her fake CGI. I, yeah, on. there's no way they got her back for, for that, that two seconds. And she wasn't at the funeral at the end, so... No, no. But, um, uh... but like, I, again, I feel like they know how to be, like, pepper in, no pun intended, <laughs> they're the... The cameos, like, you know, that aren't too ham-fisted. That you're mm. like, okay, now that did kind of... Like, having Jarvis in there, you do know who But you're... he's the only character from a TV show to have ever shown up in a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Mm. Only one. So, and I think that it might be, because Disney apparently is being very aggressive, uh, wanting cinematic universe characters for the Disney streaming service television shows, not original characters, not Daredevil, not Netflix characters or ABC characters. They want the movie characters uh-huh. for the, uh, the streaming service. And I don't know how thrilled Kevin Feige, he doesn't seem particularly like upbeat about it because yeah. he's been running such a tight ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's about to go comics in the 90s because there's a Scarlet Witch show coming out. There's a Vision show, a... Have you not heard what it's called? The, it's one show called WandaVision. It's called WandaVision? I shit you not. Is it a sitcom? <laughs> it sounds like, yeah, like... Of all the names y'all came up with in the writer's room... WandaVision. Is a Loki show? I'm sure that's going to called, be called Loki. I don't know. Is it going to be... Do you think they're going to... Uh, they made a Got point it. of talking about multiverses. Yep. Oh, him disappearing with the Tesseract? Mm-hmm. 100%. So the, the, That's the jumping off point for the Loki show. I guarantee yeah. it. Oh, no, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, that I was totally it. That's, uh, I'm a little worried, because Disney, well, what is it, someone once described it, I remember what online commentator once described it as, uh, they're like white trash winning the lottery. Oh. Like, white trash, when they win the lottery, they don't, you know, invest and sit on it and live off the interest. They go out and they buy yachts and boats and sure. gold watches um, Disney got Star Wars, and they were like white trash winning the lottery. They should have waited a few years and had a, a movie every three years. 
you know, maybe planned out a trilogy. Planned out a trilogy put before Solo, you started filming them, maybe. Right, put Solo and Rogue One on the streaming service. Mm-hmm. As, yeah, as, as oh team, yeah. Right, keep them out of theaters. Just make it for the uh, what are they called? The episode movies? Is that what they're called? Uh, the stories. The story. No, no, the uh, actual ones. Episode seven, eight. What do they call those? Uh, Ant- uh, the saga, the Skywalker, the Skywalker saga. saga. And then, because again, I'm off the rails here, but we're now being told in advertising that like the end of the saga. It's like the saga started four years ago. This is like, really yeah. It's kind of just. I mean, how else? But like again, I said before, I'll say it again. This franchise is living off the remains of the yeah, originals, picking the dead. It's 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 trying to do its own new thing. But you can really when you start to see how this trill. I really feel like Episode Nine should just be called Star Wars, as I was saying, because <laughs> it you could it just you could really feel them just being like we had no plan for this. We shot shit yeah. in the air and saw what stuck. Yeah. Like. Anyways, that aside, Tony Tony comes back. Well, I just want to say, (laughs) my point was that I'm worried Disney's going to do that with Marvel now. It almost seems like they let them have their space for their first ten years. Yeah. But it's their biggest thing ever now. They're number one moneymaker. Oh, I feel it's you're going to see a massive change in tone from here on out. And just so many interconnected stories that you're going to have to... It's going to be like comics in the 90s now, where you can't just read a single storyline. you got to read... 20 it's like doing homework sure to know all of the characters and where they are and what they are to get to the main story i'm worried that like the next the new avengers which i'm sure it will be called in five mm-hmm. years yeah is going to rely on six movies two tv series and a, and a major tv movie to know what's going on they bought that they bought star wars because they learned from star wars that's exactly what lucas did with the mm-hmm. originals and actually the prequels to like to the nth degree like two clone wars tv shows a bunch of comics mm-hmm. and all that so they were like they were like dude they've made they're not subtle about it they constantly reference the Star Wars trilogy and these Marvel oh, yeah, movies yeah, yeah. they're like we are the, the children of this franchise we've learned and realized how to engineer this so it can last decades you and know what I'm saying their parent company fucked up Star Wars yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they yeah. amalgamated them and then they amalgamated I can't wait to see the uh the Star Wars Marvel movie crossover. Oh, dude. They've already done it in the comics. Might as well. Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> yeah, why, why not? You show me Boba Fett <laughs> fighting Iron Man, I'm like, that's yeah. worth 15 bucks. I'll, go, be, I'll go watch wait, it. Wait, is Lady Iron Man, can she be called the Iron Lady? Sure. Because <laughs> that would be sure, great. Sure, yeah. And then, CGI young Margaret Thatcher's face. Yeah. And then she fights Captain Phasma, <laughs> yeah. who beats her Iron Curtain face into the ground. She's dead, right? Oh, Phasma? God, thank Christ, dead. yes. Is she? Gwendolyn Christie. You heard me, Thatcher. Take that. Oh, no, I meant Gwendolyn Christie. Is she... Is Phasma's dead? Hey. I thought you meant the actress. I was no, like, no, 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 she's still alive. She got she got unceremoniously whacked into a pit. Into a pit, but... Who knows? You know, like, you gave her a scar, she could be alive. Face exactly. We're way off the rails. We're, we're not even past the opening scene yet. Uh, we haven't even gotten to the opening title card of Avengers Endgame. <laughs> so... Carol Danvers brings back Tony Stark of the ship and they're all like hey Tony what's up we gotta go get Thanos we read that he's on a planet and he's like fuck you he's like fuck all of you yeah. you weren't there for me when I needed you and he storms passes, out passes the fuck out he collapses, he collapses. and that's it for him in, that, in the first bit you're like oh yeah. shit <laughs> and then they go to his uh, uh, I love Thanos off picking beans and yep. making stew Yeah, it was pretty great yep. he's all fucked up because he destroyed the Infinity Stones with the Infinity Stones everyone in my theater laughed when they just cut to him in his like at home t-shirt shirt i'm like i have that t-shirt yeah. it's so funny it's thanos a god has that t-shirt yeah picking his big space beans i thought you know but like in terms of giving that dude a satisfying ending and appeasing the audience of who just wanted to see him fucking killed off i'm like cutting his head off mid-sentence after he's like fuck you mm-hmm. that's like uh what's his face at the end of uh breaking bad the nazi when walt just shoots him right in the face oh, yeah. no wait wait yeah I know where i can get the 
you're just like that was I respect that villain now yeah. a little bit more for just like going out like that. Which character? Oh, it was Rocket. That was like, what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> Rocket said that. Like Jesus yeah. Christ, Build dude. a Bear said that. Yeah, Build a Bear. Honestly, up until this moment, I thought you were Build a Bear. <laughs> Um, and then title that's that's when five years later the title card and then five years later yeah. or no no sorry title card is before they went and, that's and why, let's go get this son of a son bitch, of a bitch. And I like Thor that cut his head off. one kind of artsy shot of just Cap's eye going wide as they go through the portal oh of just a man from World War Two being like yeah. what is my yeah. life like, well, he has been to space hasn't been to space <laughs> I love Rhodey's face Don Cheadle pulls this thing where he like, scrunches his face up like, the fuck does that even mean? are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping they would get to go. That Cap would get to go to space in this one. He did. Yeah, he I just I, I liked that shot. Like it was just like after this movie, I can retire. I've been yeah. to fucking space for Christ's yeah. sakes. Um, and um, then basically, it's an hour of them kind of being upset over the events that happened, which is great. It's well acted. It My really only complaints well were the pacing a little bit, but that's an editor's problem, no, not the actors or the writer. And just how bittersweet I that moment when. You re- they go to Tony's they're like oh we might have a way to do this oh you see he has a daughter and you're like oh he's not gonna wanna do this oh god he's that, absolutely not it, gonna wanna fucking do this it was this. absolutely gut and you can't blame him you're like yeah. you moved on guys yeah. like what the fuck do you want the guy five to years oh that was and like at the same time I, I'm thinking she's gonna lose her dad like at that point like, there's no way he doesn't fucking die right yeah I was like no I wasn't sure like I honestly didn't know cause I knew they were, they were gonna retire Robert Downey Jr but I didn't know if he was just gonna sail off into the sunset sure or die or I stay, didn't yeah, know. Yeah. And they ended up, spoilers, <laughs> they ended up in one of the, uh, it was pretty gut-wrenching because his final words were, I am Iron Man. But then he was just, he was brain dead. He was, they were actually like holding up his face and like, look at me. Remind me of Spock like, in uh, yeah, the con. It was yeah. very Spock. And they even signed off at the end. Like, uh, Star, Star Trek. Star Trek, yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah, he was just, I think they just wanted to make sure his last words were, I am Iron Man. And it was fitting, because, like, I love that Pepper looks at him, because, you know, his whole thing was he wanted to build a suit of armor around the world to keep everybody safe. Like, we're safe. And we're she safe. gives him, yes. Oh, like, I, like I'm, yeah. say what you will about Gwyneth Paltrow, but she's tearing up as she's saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's just like, we're safe, Tony. And, like, that's it. Like, you're like, he literally his arc reactor turns off. It goes down, yeah. And I love that there was no Foley, or like, it just switches yeah. off. It's just silent. It's, oh, so well done. Such then, a fitting uh, ending for that character. Friday, dude. it's just like what is her one line? L- in the like movie? life's uh, vital signs. Like vital signs are critical, critical or something. Oh, but before all that happens, they go See, on. They re- like I didn't give a shit. I didn't give a shit. Can I say I didn't give a shit about rescue about Gwyneth Paltrow and Sue until they were back to back in that one shot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, that's probably my new favorite sci-fi couple after Han and Leia. That is awesome. <laughs> well, thank God the couple's now over. Right? And they got one good shot in though, <laughs> dude. It. it was pretty beautiful. So she, do you think she'll be the new Iron? Oh, a hundred percent. But do you think like I you have like looking at all the angles of why this is coming to an end? One of the big parts was the massive paychecks going to the original four Avengers. Well, I, I can see her. I can see her going the way of like Tony's role in Homecoming, where mm. she pops in once in a while, like you kids stay hey. out of trouble, and she yeah. pops out. Or Didn't some he shit. get like twenty million for? <laughs> okay, bad example. He <laughs> <laughs> fucking put him over a barrel for Homecoming. But um, yeah, so it, it, I don't know, Time not a lot of plot points to hit. Like just little moments. Time I was, I was very surprised by uh, Smart Hulk, even though he wasn't so gray. Funny. He should have been gray, right? But he wasn't. There was a couple was, shots where they, I noticed the second time around. A little they with because of the lighting they grayed him down a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, I think to reference him a but little he, more subtly than Deadpool going completely gray yeah, at the end of the dust. Too. But I, I, that was a thing because there was 
they shot these movies at the same time. They didn't finish mm. production on Infinity mm. War and then start production on Endgame. It was all shot at once. So a lot of the through lines that just stalled out surprised me. And one of the big ones was we never got an explanation why Hulk wouldn't Hulk out in Infinity War. Why he was going, no! It's like, all right, you big green asshole, I'll do it myself. And we get that one line of the Hulk saying, like, Hulk failed and then Banner failed, so I went to the lab and I put them together, best of both worlds. But it doesn't really explain why... He wouldn't come out. My Hulk wouldn't come out. There's I think a few your, things whole, your, like that. your theory holds up, man. That's because his ass handed to him, so he just doesn't want to come out again. I was so that's how he, that's why he, the Hulk would think he failed. He's like, I finally met a dude I couldn't beat couldn't, the shit out of. You know, Thor knocked him out in Ragnarok. Thor did no. I just watched Ragnarok. Hulk wins that fight in the arena. He like lo, technically no, Goldblum shocks him, but shocks him. But no, Thor doesn't get him down. I guess he doesn't knock him right out. Yeah, not unconscious. Yeah, he doesn't necessarily win. True. Has Hulk ever been knocked unconscious? No. I guess not. No, because, like, I rewatched, because it was kind of fun. I, before the movie came out, I was going to watch Menorah, but I decided to watch them in, in the order of how much I liked them, so mm. I saved I, Iron Man for last and worked my way down. Uh, reverse, sorry. What was your first one, then? Uh, I think I... St- oh, what did I watch before Guardians? It was Captain Marvel, wasn't it? No, I think I started... No, <laughs> wait, no. Uh, well, I did, it, that was in between. It was in the middle of it, because it came out. Because I started a, a while back. Oh, okay. I, I've been just watching like 20 minutes here or there. This is through it. You're getting a window into my life. <laughs> I, eat, I eat dinner and watch 20 minutes of a movie. I'm like, anyways, I need to do something else now. Um, but uh, what do you call it? Uh, I think it was Winter Soldier. I did the, the Captain movies because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen those in a bit. And then I oh, I marathoned The Guardians, which I've never done. Because I haven't seen one in a, in a long time. And I forgot how much I loved it. And the second it was over, I was like, Fuck it, I'm watching too. Because yeah. I was, I was drawing at the time. That's what it was. So I had the TV on. I was like, I can just have yeah, this on the, the background. Yeah. They go together like Kill Bill Volume One oh, and yeah. Two. Those flicks. It's, it's gonna be weird to see Part Three. Is gonna be a little bit more disjointed. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad Gunn's back. Bravo to Disney for That's not right. being monsters. Yeah, and Gamora's conveniently back too. So it's like nothing she, ever happened. That's I think that's left up to the decision be, of James Gunn. I could see Gunn just pulling a move like because she should have been snapped out at the end. And then, the like, she was part of Thanos' army. She was young Gamora. So when Tony snapped, she should have gone to dust, too. And they too. were searching for her. And uh, the very final scene of Star-Lord was him searching for him. There's just no way they don't. Dot, 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 That's dot, dot, such dot. an open door. Like, I could see Gunn being like, fuck it, I have my script written, I'm not going to change it. Mm-hmm. But I could also see him being like, no, that was in there the whole time. Like, we've been planning yeah. this for a decade, dude. I think they set it up so they could go either way, depending on the, where the winds blow. It's true. How much is she going to cost? Right. Uh, how's her schedule, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Do you think Thor will be in Guardians 3? Oh, yeah. I hope so. Oh, I hope yeah. they don't just have a line at the beginning. Because they do that a lot in Marvel movies, where they set, like, Thor lost an eye, and then the next movie he gets a fake eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, <laughs> so that's right. they tend to just sort of... Leave shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope he's there, because Chris Hemsworth said he was done with Thor. So... I think he said... Didn't he after Ragnarok, he was like, uh, he wanted to come back? Yeah, because that movie was huge. And that was less than a year ago, wasn't it? It was November last year? Yeah, it was So, like, I'm, I'm sure, like, after these two movies, he's like, oh, fuck this. And he gets to play a completely different character. So, which brings us to... Well, Fat Thor. <laughs> I lovingly call him Lebowski Thor. Yeah. Oh. Which online rage is now saying that's fat shaming. And, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, no, these are, you know, we all know that person who, who looks for the thing to be angry about. That's become the whole fucking world. And so they're, uh, the fat shaming thing is, is... Do people not understand, like, everyone was doing the polar, like, Nat, who's used to be out on the field beating shit, as uh, shit dudes, is stuck behind a desk. Yeah. Cap, who's used to being, like, you know, the hero, is literally, like, doing a support group. He's yeah. not leading people. He's consoling... And Thor's stars. broken. And Thor used to be, like, we've made a beefcake joke. He walks around with his shirt yeah. off and more than any other character in this franchise. And now he's all fat. That was, like... Well, with, no, it was great. I, 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 I agree. Like, yeah. I know we're both, like, yelling at the same people. Like, how do you, how do you get mad about that? If you're listening, you guys need to get a hobby or Ugh. something. Yeah, no, it was about you. The whole fucking movie was about you, dude. The whole fucking time. But uh, Fat Thor was great. He was so broken and so depressed. He's and using a Stormbreaker as a bottle opener. A bottle opener. It's <laughs> so tragic. Yeah. And also because, you know, everyone has that friend. Yeah. You go over to your hometown, you see him, and he's still the same guy playing Fortnite, yelling yeah. at a fourteen-year-old with uh, with Korg. Hey man, <laughs> and he's wearing that Hawaiian shirt, all yeah. ripped on the shoulders. We're good men. We're good. One of the lo- lovely little micro performances I loved is because that's the first time you see Hulk and Thor together since Ragnarok, oh, yeah, where yeah. they were buddies. Is whenever Thor grabs his collar because he says Thanos, he's like, "We don't say that name." And I'm gonna need you to let go of me. Ruffalo, yeah. just that delivery, because he's like, "I could kick your ass," yeah, yeah. and I need. But he just said, uh, "What's he say?" He's like, I, is he, please he, take, please take your hand oh, off yeah, of me. But forcibly, and, yeah, he, he, please he, take your hand off. Right? And he just pulls it off. I'm like, because that moment just hammered it down. I've had that moment with friends mm-hmm. where you go down. You're like, okay, buddy, you, gotta, you, need, yeah. you have to calm down just right now. Bring it down. Bring that, it down. And that's what I think. I love those moments in these movies. Um, again, the what do you call it? The Russos are good at it in the Captain America. Just I want to see him just as a dude, making him a tangible human being. Oh yeah, he's also a superhero. Mm-hmm. They're good at that. Just seeing like Thor and Hulk were buddies. They went on this adventure, and look, they're having just as a hard time as you yeah. and your friend. That was such a real moment. I really enjoyed that. I found it kind of funny. Like I, I think it makes it Hulk more innocent in that. Um... This is why we don't get sponsors. Speaking of green, <laughs> hey, it's legalized. Fuck it. That's true. Because um, Thor was completely only thinking of himself. He never really helped Hulk or Banner. The whole joke in Ragnarok was that he was like, no, when he was Banner, he's like, I, I love Banner. I hate the Hulk. And he's Hulk. He's like, oh, Banner's the worst. I love mm-hmm. the Hulk. He was just self-serving the whole time. So I love that either it was, it was I can't imagine they would have fucked that up. So I, I imagine it was showing how innocent Bruce Banner is how he believes in his friends. He doesn't like to think that he was just being used. Sure. He was totally being used. He was totally being used. <laughs> in I think, no pun intended, the Hulk's just a bigger guy than that. He's like, dude, yeah. we went through fucking space. We, we saw some shit. Yeah, and now look at you. Like, I'm not going to fucking hate on you for a grudge well, for five years ago. No, because he said, uh, you, I was in a bad place and my friend helped me. That friend was you. Uh, and I was like, when? when? He, he <laughs> got him out of there and he, he, he got him. seemed pretty happy there. Yeah. He didn't. No, yeah. in in, uh, in Ragnarok. That's what I mean. When he's fighting that wolf, he was having a good old time. Yeah. Don't bit him. Yeah, <laughs> it did cause him to bleed a lot quite of green. A, quite a bit of green. Um, time heist was oh. great. Oh, sorry. Uh, time Heist was great, but uh, speaking of Time Heist and Ant Man and Paul Rudd, that fucking scene where they're in the diner. <laughs> and Hulk's like, you want a picture with oh, Ant Man? Damn, that seemed very improv. <laughs> that seemed very, but I, yeah, because you got yeah. Now they think about Ruffalo and fucking uh, Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. Are, yeah, that would be hilarious. As soon as the kid smiled, I was like, you're laughing at the idea. Yeah. that wasn't scripted. I just love Paul Rudd's reaction, the way he played it. I'm just like, no, it's cool. They don't, they don't want they a don't picture. Want just take like, the goddamn phone. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was like Wet Hot American Summer. Paul Rudd came out for half a second. Just a second. Oh, the great thing too about the Ant Man inclusion in this one is the um, Avengers theme on the bongos. Have you listened to that? Down, listen no. to the score yet? No. There's a point where it's like I can't even pretend to, sure. to intimidate bongos. But as they're preparing the heist, it's that like heist music on the bongos from Ant Man. That's awesome. It's the Avengers theme. Oh, that's brilliant. It's great. No, that whole score. Oh God. Uh, here we go. Here he comes. Yeah, all right. Oh God! Davies review. Here we go. Let's hear it. Davies back. Oh God! He's like, you guys keep dawdling on Star Wars and other shit. You haven't even fucking gone to the time <laughs> heist yet. He's, Jesus. he's just bitching at us for taking too long. Jesus Christ! <laughs> You're like a listener. What do you think? What do you think of the time heist? Uh, it was great. The, the problem I had a little bit, and again, I'm ripping this off from another review show, but I'm not going to say who, so we don't look too obvious. But. Um, uh, he made a really good point. I was like, I want to mention that point, but I won't claim it as my own. Why don't you just say it? It's from... Nah, nah. <laughs> no, I said, why don't you just say the thing and not oh, say all of that? All of that? Yeah, I'm going to have to listen to this thing and edit it, aren't I? Anyways, um, usually in a heist film, they show the heist before the heist as they're planning it. Usually they film it and they show it going well, so you know what their plan is, so that yeah. when the actual heist happens, when the plan goes wrong, yep. it's more... Um, uh, surprising, I guess, or it's more edge of your seat. Sure. Because you know what the plan was supposed to okay. be. Okay. This one, you didn't know what their plan was. They just hopped in and went back in time. And so you're like, oh, wait, so Tony Stark's dressed as a security guard. He was just going to grab uh, it from them right, to, right, right. to distract them by unplugging his heart. Like, And then things went wrong when the Hulk jumped out of the stairwell. So I felt, I, not knowing what the plan was, when factors of the plan fell apart, it wasn't as impactful. Like when Captain America ran into Captain America. You're like, well, how did, was, did he expect to run into himself? Sure. Was he kind of planning that? Was that like a wrench in the plan? I didn't bump into that. I thought it was really like pretty straightforward. What? That like, you know, like, the idea of like, the whole entire time whenever they were doing like, whenever, t- for example, Tony shows up in the security guard outfit, I'm like, weren't you just up on the balcony? Right. Where did you get the outfit? At this point, like, again, th- this movie feels like to me like Back to the Future 2 where it's like, listen, <laughs> like I, there was two scenes I love that I felt really kind of nailed at home for the whole time travel heist thing. Mm. The baby scene where they turn Scott Lang into a baby mm-hmm. and the scene where they're talking about strangling baby Thanos. Mm. Two baby scenes. Two baby scenes. Um, where they were just literally just talking to the audience. It was very much, you know what it reminded me of? Austin Powers 2, whenever Basil just turns to the camera and goes, and that goes for <laughs> you, you too in the audience. Yeah. They were literally like, none of this is really going to make sense. But like, and structurally speaking, for a heist, though, you got to show the heist before you show what goes wrong with the heist. Right. Or else you don't have that connection to understand things are going wrong. And all I needed was a five-minute scene. Because even an Ant-Man does it, remember? When oh, the, yeah, yeah. Even Ant-Man does it perfectly. A great heist movie, not my favorite Marvel, but sure. a great heist movie. They do the whole... Like and then you go here and then this happens. Even Spider Man Far From or um, Homecoming into the Spider Verse. Remember the plan? Oh. It's like grab a grab a bagel, grab a bagel, and then go out and right. then you see it all go wrong. Right. So you're more invested to it. It would have taken five minutes, but I guess it was already a three hour run. That's, that's run what I'm thinking too. They were just like, listen, you like you're gonna it's you're gonna realize when shit goes wrong when the Hulk punches through a door and knocks Tony Stark wrong. out. You know, um, I you know what was kind of great about that one redeeming the Cap saying Hail Hydra line from that comic line like oh, yeah, two yeah. years ago. That com- People freaked out about that again because they're looking for rage, but he was uh, he was brainwashed. Of course. Uh, you the knew they were, and yeah, like, of course. People didn't know they were going to back that off, but yeah. fanboys freaked the fuck out like I guess they fanboys who never read a comic before got sure. upset by it. Yeah, <laughs> but like the way it was, like it reminded me of like Vinnie Jones saying I'm the juggernaut bitch in X-Men 3, but done tastefully. But done well. I'm like, that's how you, or 
even yeah. Hemsworth in this one saying we're the Asgardians of the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that. I think the fans started that. I think they did too. Um, so, anyways, I thought that was like again, this movie's all just fan service, right? So, yeah. like, done well. The final um, final movie. I so, yeah. I loved um, the one moment. Two great moments in that cab fight. One, the that is America's ass line. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. It's so yeah. But because you never see Captain America be that guy, just like a little bit egocentric and self indulgent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see him in the last movie being like, yeah, I am kind of fucking great. Can I guess what the other one is? I can do this all day. I know. No, no. That made me laugh so the hard. One, no, it's <laughs> whenever he says to him, Bucky's alive. Oh. And because this is pre-Winter yeah. Soldier Cap, and ev- they even make a joke of it. Like, Tap says in one, in one of the movies, he said, Bucky, and I turned into a kid back in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it becomes this recurring thing that anyone says fucking Bucky. It's like his it's, Achilles it's, heel. It's his Martha. He, yeah, it is. It is. He gets all doe-eyed, and they punch him in the maw. So I love that Cap was like, Bucky's alive to himself, and he froze, and he used that opportunity to knock to himself knock out. out. I laughed my ass off. I'm like, he just used that against himself. Yeah. That is fucking hilarious. And I love too because like, th- th- I think he did the best job of showing the evolution of his character sure. over ten years. Yeah, because we went from Cap going language to Cap running into younger Cap going, "You got to be shitting me." That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, fucking great. That kids your mother without math. Oh, that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, that good. scene that I think about, I liked a lot more. I love the way they did the, they mirrored that shot. One of my favorite shots in Winter, From uh, Winter Soldier, C- yeah. uh, Civil War. Oh, where he's it's the opening fight with Crossbones. He falls off a platform. It's a, if if you break the composition of the shot down, it looks like a series of lines. Mm-hmm. But you're looking at a canopy above like a loading dock above something else, and he just pops into frame, and like a plinko chip just goes bang, 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 <laughs> oh, bang. Yeah, it's yeah, such yeah. a good stunt. They did it in this movie where they mirrored it, but the two of them fall down in sync down a stairwell and yeah. they bounce around. I was like, I just, they're vis- they, maybe they do have a visual style, but like, it's like more aesthetic than it is like an overall um, feel. Feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of stairs, Hulk going on the stairs. Hulk hates stairs! <laughs> That's, That's pretty great. That was great. <laughs> I love, I loved, uh, I noticed it the second time whenever the Hulk's about to get on. And like they're like, no, 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 Loki's waving at him just to piss him off. He's got the thing on his oh, face. Yeah, and he's just yeah, going yeah, like yeah. this. Well, I like seeing the aftermath of that moment. Yes. Tony Stark's being like, all right, we can pose later. Or yes, line was. <laughs> we can pose later. Like, why are we just standing here breathing Posing. heavily? Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Staring at him. Yeah. Again, that self-referential humor was I thought was done pretty well in this mm. one. So anyways, so we get to the timelines. We unplug. This, that fucks up. Uh, Hulk goes and talks to... Um, um, Tilda, Tilda Swinton. Swinton gets the time stone from her. We have to further break down of now we have to put every stone back exactly where it came well, from. Was, which I God knows how Cap did that at the end. How did he get to Voromir? How do but, you return a soul stone? Yeah. Like, do you, and what do you, is, Maybe he, that's why how he gets um, Gamora and or, uh, Scar- or Black Widow back. That would make sense. Mm. That would make sense. But um, before that, it does fuck up because Hulk knocks uh, Iron Man uh, down and they don't, and Loki takes off with the Tesseract. The springboard for I'm sure the Loki series yep and so they decide they realize and they, they do have the rule that they only have one way trip mm-hmm. or a two way trip for each person but mm-hmm. they know where they can if they go back in time to the 70s to the secret base from again a lot of uh, of uh, Winter Soldier references in this movie I think it's because they were like the Russo that, brothers that was their first one their movie uh, they have to go back to that base in the 70s to get Pym particles so they can travel back again and uh, the Tesseract and the Tesseract because it would have been found by Howard Stark at that point 
In the 70s. Because they Cap would have gone in the ice. What happened to the Tesseract in uh, Captain Marvel? I don't remember. I know the cat swallows it at the end. Yeah, so the cat swallows it. It coughs Where it up. Where was it? Um, it was at, it was 1996, I think at that point, at S.H.I.E.L.D. office. And she, he, the so cat presu- just grabbed it? So presumably, I'm going to guess after that, he just took it to that facility, the underground facility from the first Avengers. Okay. From there on in. Wait, so hold on. I'm confused. Because Captain America, or Captain America, Captain Marvel has very much left my memory. Right. I really didn't dig it very much because apparently I'm a raging sexist. Yep. Because, you know, exactly you're, with, you're with us or you're against us, Stop right? jerking off, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Just staring you dead-eyed. Um, uh, so the Tesseract was uh, melted out of the ship in Captain America, the first event, the second Avenger, and fell into the ice and then was at some point going for the continuity of the movie, the timeline of the movie's releasing. The next time we saw it was in 2012, at a research facility uh, for S.H.I.E.L.D. when Loki shows up yeah, and that's right. yeah, yeah. When deals he the portal, yeah. Between that... Yes. Um, the cat swallows it. What was its point in Captain Marvel? What? How did it play into the plot of Captain Marvel? How did the cat um, even swallow it? So it was... So presumably after Howard Stark went down looking for uh, Captain America, he found the Tesseract, yeah. brought it back to S.H.I.E.L.D. So in the 70s it would have been in that... Where in, it was, in that, where they found it. And they found it in, in the in movie. Uh, so at some point in the 80s, uh, uh, Marvel got the Tesseract as a way of developing a hyper light speed engine. So that was like in the early, late 80s, early 90s. Do you remember that, the, is that that's, shown in Captain Marvel? Yeah, okay, yeah. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, she gets a hold of it. And for some reason, it's sitting on a space station orbiting Earth with a bunch of Skrulls. It's been up there for like a decade or something at that point. Okay. It's it's not very clear. I know. I I remember watching Captain Marvel and the second it popped up on the space station. I'm like, that makes that's such a rock in my shoe now. Like, what yeah. what is it doing there? How did it get there? And Especially now that we know in the seventies it was safe and secure in Cap's home base. I also love the idea that every single fucking scientist on this planet, where they're trying to make renewable energy, light speed engine, a po- like a portal, they just take the test rack and jam it in <laughs> some electric <laughs> shit, shoot some Done. beams at it, and they're like, ah, didn't like that. Yeah. Apparently, it's not for that. Either. <laughs> I wonder if we can can we like turn it into like a dildo? Like what, what do you do with now? That would probably be the only thing that could work for Captain Marvel. She is very powerful. She's very powerful. She's very basically Superman, but if Superman flew around uh, Here's what promoting she does. men's rights. She is what she does. She breaks down the, the, the fucking uh, she flew through a ship again that made me think oh, of you. Oh, that's 100%. 100%. Sorry to interrupt, but totally. that made me think of you. Why me? Because in the last podcast, you were like, you're going to fly through a fucking ship? Is that how you're going to end the movie? She flew through a fucking ship. <laughs> she flew through, fucking through the Really uh, undermined Tony's sacrifice, considering she could have just flown around and killed everyone. That's but. one of my favorite moments in the movies when they're just like, you're probably not going to see me for a while. I'm like, why? Because you could literally yeah. punch your way through every antagonist we're about to meet? Yeah. She should She should it's have okay. just not been in the ending at all because I get it was fan service to have her show up, yeah. and, but she then Tony didn't need to die. <laughs> she could have just flown around and... Also, on the same note, you're going to build a gauntlet that you know fucker's going to put on? Put a bunch of every known poison in the right. gauntlet, have a self-destruct <laughs> on it, have yeah. it, like, implode yeah. so it breaks his arm off. I don't care. Yeah. Have bees come out of it, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> like, like what the capacity fuck? to hold a, a infinity stone. You should be able to put some needle poison in there. Seriously! Just something. Uh, anyways. It was a little silly. That point aside. Uh, um, Captain Marvel ruins everything, and not because she's a lady. It's because Superman...
Superman ruins everything. Yes, in DC exactly, comics. exactly. They're too, too powerful. Power. They could just literally fucking blank every problem out right. of existence. That's <laughs> why Superman always gets hit with kryptonite. Mm-hmm. Always yeah. gets hit with kryptonite. Well, what's her kryptonite? Men. <laughs> men. It was Thanos grabs her, and throws her at yeah. one point. He fucking power gems her at one point. <laughs> her her uh, kryptonite is male uh, male ma- misogyny. No, what is it? Uh, toxic masculinity. Toxic. Ma- it is. Is her is her kryptonite? It is. <laughs> um. Oh man, if just had been an uh, if they just cast someone who could act, we wouldn't be <laughs> so annoyed by her. I did love the moment where Tony meets Howard. That, oh no, yeah, sorry. T- yeah, back at that the base. Was, I got this. I got this, yeah, baby. Got Don't it, worry, baby. It. I got this. Back on track. Um, that was one of my favorite moments of, like, that's also one of the moments I was like, that's, that dude just put the last nail in the coffin. He made closure with his father. Yeah. He's going to fucking die. That's when I realized he was going to die. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Because yeah. it was a callback to that thing in um, uh, Civil War. It was like, this is the closest I got was this hologram. Right. He literally gets to fucking hug the dude. I was like, no. Nah, you're not going to make it. Yeah. You have no, no your, your art, your story's done now, yeah. sir. You can only. That was the moment I realized too. Yeah. It was a great scene, though. I love that one moment where he was like, I always thought my dad was kind of an asshole or was hard on me, but now I just realized he had my best interest yeah, in mind because yeah, yeah. he's had a kid now. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, again, you didn't need to fucking give me that really heartfelt moment between those two, but you did. And you I'm needed like, to give it to Tony, yep. especially if you're going to kill him. Yep. Yeah. I, I love that entire scene. And, and they're, they're getting really good with that de-aging shit. Yeah, old, uh, uh, so Captain America, let's just veer off to that for a second. Yeah. He saw Peggy's office, which, if I recall correctly... Um, in one of the cutscenes, or there was mention at some point when he was looking her up in the future that she'd been married and had kids. So he really fucked that guy over. Okay, I have a theory about that. It's him? Because it's him. You gotta change the name. In that universe. I'm talking about old man him at the end. Yeah, yeah. That book, I, that is one of the problems. I'm like, listen, it doesn't ruin the movie for me. And again, I get in this movie, they're like, time travel, we're, we're bullshitting around here. We're just giving you satisfying imagery yeah. and stories. We don't care about the science, quote unquote. Well, just to clarify, too, uh, Captain Mer- America's arc is that he goes back in time to replace all the gemstones and then stays there. Me- hooks up with Peggy and then shows up as an old man in the present Because since Winter Soldier the dude's just been trying to have a life like from mm-hmm. the moment he whips out that notepad remember when he's trying mm-hmm. to catch up to everything he's like the dude just never has time to yeah. just sit down and watch Star just Wars actually have a life yeah so what was your theory that the so if he's been in that let's call this timeline where, where that we've watched is the he MCU him, prime his young self carry her casket at one exactly. point exactly yeah. which means that Captain America made out with his niece Oh. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Because if they've been together this whole time, unless it's implicating, but the other, only other way out of this... He probably fucked her, let's be honest. The only other way out of this, Marvel, I'm just saying, unless you want to go down this road... Is that he... he when he goes that, back in time, he lands on her husband <laughs> in a telephone booth. <laughs> Please show me that scene in a post credit sequence. <laughs> Um, is that he, I'm like old man uh, Cap, hundred year old Cap somehow portaled into their main timeline, mm-hmm. or the, he was that wasn't Peggy because it, it is kind of left open. He's like, who was that? With Peggy at the end, but maybe that's the Cap that left our timeline. The old man Cap could just that we see at the end could just be. <sighs> no, I don't know. I, you know what I mean? Like, it's, I think it was heavily implied he went back and just banged Peggy for eighty years, and then like he was like, "Oh, today's the day that I gotta go. I gotta go and somehow stealth my way onto a government compound." He's still a super soldier at a hundred. You think his knees are still holding up? He's carrying that fucking shield and yeah. shit. Well, kind of America's supposed to live 
longer than that. That's one that that was the nerd part of my brain. Was ah. like super soldier serum is supposed to keep him young for like hundreds of years. So ah. that bugged me a little. I do like. I'm oh, uh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say I do like the way they dressed him like skinny Steve Rogers. He had the same coat yeah, on and stuff. He looked great. The 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 make, makeup combined with CGI looked yeah, really great. Really cool. But um, I love. I think secretly he's trying to get uh, Falcon killed. <laughs> because... <laughs> Falcon is not a super soldier. Oh, I was thinking that about that about that today. I bet you the next movie starts with the fucking blue vials going into his arm. Falcon. I hope which so, means Anthony Mackie is on a fucking bench press right now, working the fuck out to get as huge as Chris Evans. That was destroyed though. Remember the the Hydra killed the scientist who invented. It. They've never been trying to recreate the serum is what created the Hulk. Didn't they have the serum um, at the? No, they didn't have it at the base in Civil War. Hmm. It's. They had the soap soldiers. Someone will find another thing that will make Sam something. Wilson this. They'll give him a bigger bird suit. Like, I don't know. He's going to need some sort of shield or something. Maybe he'll have a, a, a Tony-esque yeah. Iron Man, Captain America looking. The CGI Iron will suit. figure out the science, Chris. Don't worry about it. But he, like, I just picture him like <laughs> Captain America leaps hundreds of feet onto airships, <laughs> jumps out of planes without parachutes. I want to see him just be like, well... Well, it's time to be Captain America. <laughs> well, it just looks like the start of, uh, what's it called, Winter Soldier, where he's just running. It's just yeah. one stationary shot, and I'm like, Gaz, Gaz, wait. He's got to find someone really slow to throw that on your left back into their face. He throws the shield, it goes like four feet, he's like, God damn. <laughs> the guy has to be Fat Thor trying to run, and then Anthony Mackie going, on your left, on your left. <laughs> I did love that moment at the end. Where you just have Thanos' military walking in, and you have Sam go on your... Hey, Cap, oh. can you hear me? Our theater, when we on Cap. the Thursday night, when we saw Lost yeah, everyone their went nuts. shit, On dude. Friday night, everyone went nuts. Such a good moment. Everyone went bananas for that scene. So good. And so then it became... That's the thing. They, they've fucked themselves, though. Because you can't get bigger than a Lord of the Rings-sized battle. But they've even fucked themselves for, like, standalone movies. Because they're like, what do I care about this guy? Yeah. This random villain. I think they gotta go cosmic with this one. I'm guessing it's gonna be Galactus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they got Fox back. That's true. They got the X-Men and Fantastic Four back. One of those things, like, like you can even hear, like, a Harrison Ford, it's bigger than the Death Star canon line. Mm -hmm. Where they're just like, well, who's bigger than Thanos? Right. Got to fucking Galactus kind of shit. They already got Celestials in it, because nowhere is the head of a Celestial. That's right. Yeah, you're right. I'm thinking it's gonna be... I, my biggest assumption would be Galactus. That's Who's a good bigger? bet. That's a good bet. I'm trying to think who else, because I was just racking my brain for who else are giant gets, cosmic Avengers threats. You could introduce Silver Surfer doing that timeline. Mm-hmm. You can, yeah. Fantastic Four. Yeah, that's smart. That'd be, and, that'd be the good segue in. That well, they set him up as the next big bad, because they like, who else could have defeated Thanos' fucking army? He says Galactus. Yeah, you know, right? like He eats planets, mm-hmm. and they're not going to make him a stupid cloud like he was in... Uh... <laughs> Shaped like Galactus. It's like, shit or get off the pot. Like, that was terrible. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Rise of the Silver Surfer. And uh, he didn't. He didn't really rise. But um... <laughs> so wait, what, what are we missing? Oh, Nebula turns. I did like how much movie this movie did focus on Nebula because young Nebula. Yeah. They they when Nebula goes back in time, young Nebula at the time. 
I love uh, seeing how pathetically because you know I don't think you ever really see her and Thanos together in in Guardian. She's kind of like fuck you, Dad. But yeah. I love in this one how she's like sickly subservient, yeah, like yeah. trying to please him. You're like, oh, that's just sad. Yeah. Like even Gamora's rolling her eyes, like, dude, yeah. get up off the fucking floor. And then she's just unceremoni- unceremoniously shot by her older self. Yeah, just dead. I, but I just love the the visual poetry of that. Of her being like, I don't need you anymore. I'm yeah. really gonna kill the old version of myself. Like, you're, you, no, that's not right. Wait, I just thought of something. A potential loophole mm-hmm. they how many vials of pim particles they brought four four to yep. thanos I, I yeah no to thanos uh hold I on thought he only got one yes so he could go back in time how did gamora get there how did young... they're on the ship he that was my other question does that one vial transport a city-sized ship or that... i thought he was using his ship from uh after the snapping he would have... His army would still exist. He went and retired to a planet, but his army would have still been sure. standing. I thought young Thanos was using old Thanos' army. No, he. you see him on the same ship a couple times. That's his ship. Young, young Thanos has the same yeah. ship. So I thought that young Thanos was transported forward in time, and then he just hermit-crabbed into old Thanos' ship, which is the same ship, but six years in the future. No, I think that's still the same one. So that it's one vial of pim particles was able to transport a city size. A, Apparently, like and that's another thing I really, ship. I really bumped up against the second time I watched it because it comes screaming through the ceiling, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wait a minute, you had to build a suit for each individual right. person and that little fucking carbon freezing chamber thing to right. drop y'all in to go into the quantum realm. Thanos has a vial and a gigantic yeah. ship, and he's like, I got this. Yeah, no, I got this. <laughs> that's why I thought it was just him that came back. That's why I was confused that Gamora was there. Because Neblia, 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 Nebula was all a stroke. Yeah, I think You're it right. did. My ears <laughs> ringing a little. Um, she was already there, so I was I was like, how did Gamora get there? That confused me, and I I honestly assumed he just moved into the ship that was already in orbit. Nebula um, is on our Nebula, right? Yeah, Good Nebula is does. is on uh, what's it called? What's the name of the planet from Guardians One? Oh, and she gets uh, the one where they get the orb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she gets sucked up in the pod. Onto Thanos' ship. Mm-hmm. So they're all on that thing when it pops through time. Young her uses uh, her little plate thing. Wait, no, because I guess they used her pim particles. They used old Nebula's pim particles. Yep. So then how did young Nebula get back in time before Thanos got there to allow Thanos to get there? Wait, you're right. Right? You're right. Because, <laughs> wait a minute, yeah, because Nebula hands him a vial when she shows him, like, she's yeah. got the gold thing. But she still wouldn't needed one to get to, to the get, present. Yeah. So what is... Oh, I remember now. Now I remember. It's kind of... It's a little weak. She takes her fingers and pops them out and puts them into the keyboard and does some shit that somehow gets Thanos' ships oh, through. Oh. I do remember that now, too. Yeah. it's. A, I remember that. That's another thing I bumped up against the second time. Like, that's how you get a big ending where everyone walks through a portal. Yeah. Is Nebula does some sci-fi crap. I have a feeling that we've just actually recreated the writer's room conversation. Like, well, how did she get... I don't know, stick her fingers in the fucking thing. That, move on. <laughs> it's really glossed over. Because they're juxtaposing at the same time Bruce is putting the glove on for the first time. Yeah, yeah, There is yeah, that yeah. great moment I love where he's on the, his back and it's dead silent. And a shadow falls over his face and he opens his eyes just in time to see a missile silently screaming towards the base. And in, in Avengers, uh, um, uh, what was it, Compound? Yeah. Was it just called the Avengers Compound? Yeah. It was obliterated. It's oh, gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony sold the tower. I'm assuming that's going to be the Baxter building now. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the Avengers are done. 
I would, yeah, they, well, they have to rebuild. I bet you that's going to be the whole next one is they have to rebuild the idea of the Avengers because yeah. Galactus is coming. I guarantee it's going to be the new Avengers is going to be the next Avengers film in five years. Another thing that bugged the shit out of me in that sequence, we see Rocket go underground, and I'm assuming uh, Rhodey's legs go inoperative because the lights aren't on anymore and he can't move. He's, he's like, rolling them around trying to mm-hmm. save Rocket with a crowbar. Mm-hmm. Last time we see them, water's filling up to their faces and they're like, this is the end, buddy. Next time we see them, Giant Man punches through the wreckage of the building, and they just fly out. Yeah. Rhodey's in this badass new yeah. suit. I guess we're to assume they swam underwater and found his suit. One was in the basement. Does Rhodey have like the nanotech too? Like no, he doesn't. And it's all like, Rhodey got double fucked because Tony didn't give him the nanotech. And in five years, no one from Wakanda bothered to fix him. He's his fucking legs. Yeah, yeah that's no, right. no one bothered to fix his legs. Help a brother out. Right? Like, quite literally. <laughs> I'm crippled. You can fix me in two seconds. <laughs> you literally gave that guy an entire vibranium yeah. arm. What's, what? the, what's the sister's name? Sh- Shuri. Shuri? It's yeah. not like it was her specifically who was able to do it. She was just using the technology that was already there yeah. to fix uh, Bilbo Baggins' shot spine. <laughs> So what the hell? Oh, as an aside, I found, uh, I should have bought it and I regret it, but I found a, a Martin Freeman as whoever he is, Black Panther toy. But it's just Martin Freeman. Everett Ross. Yeah, Everett yeah, Ross. Yeah, but it's just Martin Freeman. With a badge. Yeah. No, he's just in a suit. He doesn't even have the badge. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, I want this so bad just to have a Martin Freeman doll. That's pretty funny. It's it, like um, the, the, the Lex Luthor doll from Batman v Superman. It's just fucking Jesse Eisenberg. Just, I bought that because they were on sale for $2. Baller with hair. With hair. So it's, it looks like American Ultra Jesse Eisenberg. So I have two American Ultra Jesse Eisenberg action figures. So unnerving. Yeah. You break into anyone's house and they have just those on their shelves, you leave. Um, that man's a psychopath. No, it was brilliant because because they were always like twenty five dollars. I'm like, who's gonna buy a Jesse Eisenberg? And then one day I went to Walmart and they were like two for five dollars. I was like, oh, okay. sense. Some manager walked by. He's like, I am sick of fucking looking at this clown. Get this out of here. There was always a wall of them at wall at uh, Walmart's toy section. Who licenses that toy. I don't know. You know, it's going to be hot. Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> Not Justice since Heath Ledger's Joker has a film been this hot. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I, now I'm thinking about that movie. Let's get, let's get back to it. Uh, back Endgame. to fucking... So, in Endgame, that fight between... I love that scene, the, the main three square off against Thanos. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the shit out of that. Oh, before we get to the climax, I do want to mention... I forgot to mention my mm, favorite scene yeah. in the whole movie yeah, yeah. was just Hulk handing the tacos to Ant-Man. We glossed over the taco we scene. We glossed over the taco that scene. That is one of my favorite parts. Ant-Man's trying to eat a taco and the ship's landing, so it blows out of his hand, and then Hulk just wanders by, smiles at him, hands him some tacos, and walks on by. I love that whole sequence of just a day in the life on the Avengers compound. Yeah, yeah. Like, just, what's... Some, I love Nebula's line, like, Rhodey, careful on landing. There's an idiot in the landing zone, and he's just hey, regular size. <laughs> he's still a little bitter because like you turned gigantic and threw me. Yeah, the fuck, didn't didn't vision my spine, but you <laughs> threw me around a vision. little. <laughs> Wakanda, hello, yeah, hello, anyone? Did you Real? all get wiped out in the God snap? Damn it! Um, but the whole okay, and we gotta touch on the uh, the elephant in the room, which I mentioned outside, is the. Like really forced girl power moment where every female hero teamed up and my counterpoint to it was which I think you agreed with 100%. was uh, everyone's cheering for that scene and again we're living in the age of Siths of you're either with me or you're my enemy so to criticize it at all means I'm going to like, immediately be hated but imagine if it was all the black characters from the MCU yep. or all the Chinese characters from the MCU 
people would be furious. But it was so heavy-handed. It was like, see, see, we're virtue signaling. See, we're I good. guess the we argument like women. would be made that like, oh no, no, but like it wasn't a race thing. It's a gender thing. But I'm just like, it's it, separate but equal. It felt a, it just was so ham-fisted. Again, if it wasn't just coming out like weeks after Captain Marvel, right? It would have been a little less like blatant. But just again, it was a little too much. Just because Captain Marvel was two hours of that. Yeah, and yeah. like I, I listen, I'm not trying to be like I don't because I know I can. Captain Marvel written like, by a man. Exactly. <laughs> I like just the idea of like. Again, it's in these movies written by guys. It really did feel like, and then all the ladies get yeah. together, and I'm like, "Come on, that's not subtlety. progressive. It's that's, not progressive. That's just showboating. You could just give them all their own individual cool thing to fucking do. Yeah, you know, or multiple like, dimensions to their characters. Yeah, <laughs> that it's could an, work too. For fuck's sakes, yep. So that really, that really, it didn't like annoy. I was like, oh, angry at it. It just stood out like a sore thumb. Yeah, I was like, this feels so virtue signaling. A little bit. This is because they're realizing they uh, that women spend as much money at the theater as men do. Yep. And they got to start getting everyone for $3 billion movies. They sat on it for, I don't know, 10 years, 22 movies, didn't put a female lead in, and now they're like, no, look, we love female. Yeah. Look how many movies you can watch yeah. now. If none of you had said anything, they wouldn't be here. <laughs> exactly. But. Yeah, yeah. if people hadn't gone pissed off, we wouldn't be doing yeah. this huge, like, look, we're okay now, yeah. we're, it's fine. You don't see any Black Widow movies anytime soon. Give me my fucking Shuri movie, we'll talk. You know yeah, what I'm right? saying? Like, for fuck's sakes. Or my, uh, you know, oh, dude, Valkyrie, I've said it before, I'll say it again, Valkyrie, Okoye, Shuri. And so they just like tour a, around the galaxy, just taking names and fucking kicking ass. Would you do like a Would you do like a, a thriller, like um, a heist type thing again, or would you do like a balls to the wall? I would action do like movie? A, I would start it with a villain fucking sorry three flaps them. to the wall action movie. <laughs> I would do it like a what do you call it? Uh, it where a villain fucks the three of them over somehow. Okay, and they they're like it's like they got a oh, team up. It's like Charlie's Angels, but with Marvel Cinematic superheroes. Can Loki be bossly? Oh, <laughs> sure. I'm trying to th- I think Thor would fit in the Bosley role, actually. Just all chubby. Yeah. And I hope they get him fatter. I hope they don't have hot Thor again. From now, if he's even coming back, I hope they keep him large and in charge. Yeah, fat Thor is fantastic. Eat a salad, dear. Yeah. Try to eat a salad. <laughs> he's a thousand years old. It took him five years to gain that much weight. Pretty impressive. Uh, but yeah, I mean, to, for all like the fucking hoops that movie had to jump through to give me that shot of literally the entire MCO coming through portals just like a curtain call. Mm-hmm. They all kind of flex for the camera and mm-hmm. shit. I, I like we all knew that moment was coming. The mm-hmm. second we all snap at his existence, we all knew there, that moment was going to happen. But seeing it happen, it was pretty great. It was fucking great. I'm like they made this magic trick work so mm-hmm. hard. Like good. Oh, I was just going to say and now I'm done with Marvel for yeah. a while. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Like I, I wonder if they're anticipating that because they're think like Spider-Man's next and it now they've changed it. They've said he's now the climax of phase 3. Is Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. Whereas up until 2 weeks ago they were saying he was the introduction to phase 4. Uh-huh. So I think they might be starting to realize that every commentator is saying, "I think I'm done with Marvel for a while." Yeah. So they, No, 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 it's not over yet. They, I think they're also looking over at t- like Camp Star Wars with like we have to pump the brakes just a little bit on these movies. You've been cranking out three, four years. A year, yeah. So it's like let's come up with like some I don't know a good some good content. Maybe structure a fucking narrative before we start announcing these flicks now. Mm-hmm. Well, they were holding Marvel's holding off announcing because they didn't want to give away spoilers for who lived and who died. But apparently, there's a Disney con or something in June, and that's when they're going to lay out the next like three to five years of movies. I hope they have a good, more solid plan than fucking Ryan Johnson subvert everyone's expectations. I'm sorry, I can't. I'll beat that dead. I'm sorry. I really hope. I really hope. <coughs> Choking on my own rage. Would you, 
<laughs> it, it tastes so good, though. Ah, so tasty. It's like strawberry shortcake. Um, I knowing how the industry works, though, they it's going to take because they weren't legally allowed to start any kind of pre-production on anything to do with Fox's uh, licensed characters until mm-hmm. the acquisition happened. Okay, that only happened a few months ago, officially, finally. So we're I looking. Think Feige like said, like, don't three, expect any three Fox. to five years. Yeah, 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 to get it all sorted, pre-production, like pre-pre-production, pre-production, production, post-production. Yeah. So that's like the t- Disney's timing seems to always be off. Because if Disney streaming service had started four years ago, then we would have had every three years between episodes yeah. and Star Wars mostly on TV, which makes sense since it's based on old serials anyways. Yeah, yeah. That wouldn't have drowned the franchise. And this is a little awkward too because it's like, you now have five years to, you have to do something. Mm-hmm. But what are you going to do until your awesome characters kick in? Which brings me to my next point. Mm-hmm. Because in that movie, when all shit's said and done, Thanos' army's wiped out, mm-hmm. The world is still... We saw the state of it whenever Scott Lang was walking around. Like, oh, half so the fuck. It's all fucked. Ugh. So I was thinking about that. Like, do they just use that five-year grace period to just trickle out a movie here and there to be like, the road to recovery, or like, to slowly Maybe. be like, to distance themselves of like... Because how do you... You can't just like announce a movie next year and we start the plot with like, no, everything's fine. Half the population disappeared well, for five years. Everything's, and everything's fine in Spider-Man Homecoming by the looks of it. Is it? See, that would be I great. Judging by the trailer, it looks like everything's fine. Well, they're in Europe. It always looks pretty there. True. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll see when they're in Manhattan, it's, it's just, just like fuck. Oh, it's just garbage flaming everywhere. They did say they're kind of <laughs> abandoning the uh, the sequential uh, movies now. The, 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 there's been mention that I think Kevin Feige has said they're going to start jumping all over the place. Well, I bet you because like if they timeline want, wise, I'm guessing they're going to space because space is easy to film. You need like one or two sets, some green screen, and the CGI space good to go. Yeah, and good to go. Like Captain Marvel, a lot of the times I felt was really claustrophobic, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, I can see why you did this. It's really cost effective and yeah. easy to oh, make yeah, sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. It was claustrophobic, very claustrophobic. It really was. Um, but um. I can see them going that way. Like, we're going to start spacing out the timelines and jumping around because we can't mm-hmm. confine ourselves to this singular line of going, and then this happened, mm-hmm. and then this happened. And we're gonna... Spider-Man still stands out like a sore thumb, especially after this movie. Yeah, right? The, the eight years later thing makes zero sense now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Sorry. I know. I think, I mean, you got anything else? That's it. I mean, and then it gets to the end. Tony Stark has a pretty great death scene. He gets to say, I am I. So how it goes, I think we're probably running long here, but we are talking about a three-hour movie. Yeah, right? Um, he grabs the... Uh, Thanos is about to snap. And he says, I am inevitable. And he snaps. Right before that, Tony grabs the gauntlet and then just gets thrown away. And in that moment, his suit was able to grab the stones out of the gauntlet. And then he very... As they slowly... Like, that shot of them... Dramatically, like, yeah. Thanos can easily charge over then clock him out in the yeah. time it takes him to say it. Just get the shot of the stones all going up into the hand. So worth it. I am Iron Man. And just giving the dude of like, because that snap became such a cultural phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Just giving that dude moment like you started this, sir, and here you, you shall end it. it. Yeah. It was such a. I loved that moment. Yeah, you know? and I loved uh, the, through design or necessity because they desperately wanted his final line. Even though he does sort of whisper pepper a little bit when he's dying, but it could um, just be the synapses in his brain firing because right, he's yeah. got gamma radiation yeah. all up in them. Agreed. But they were they really wanted to keep his line. I am Iron Man is his last line. So oh, he's, I see. he's just brain dead after he does the snap and, and I love that now that I think about it, it looks remarkably similar to the way he does whenever he gets paralyzed by a, uh, 
Jeff Bridges yeah. in the first someone, the lines go up someone's back. already done a side by side comparison of whenever Jeff Bridges is holding his head and Thanos holding his head in Infinity War and I'll be damned if that's just how Robert Downey Jr. acts uh, having his head well and also was, having big bald dudes loom over him yeah. there's a similar one someone pointed out the way Black Widow is laying dead in the pile oh and, it's exactly the same yeah it's exactly the same it's pretty impressive like um, someone was paying attention you know and that's it, pretty much. Like, Tony dies, he has a great death scene, and then it's his funeral. Fuck Black Widow. She also died, but she doesn't get a big funeral. No, but Bruce threw a bench in the lake for her. That, that was just enough. That was good enough. And then everyone's standing around respecting Tony Stark, and there's one quick line of Hawkeye being like, wish she was here, knew we won. And then, uh, who is it? Scarlet Witch is like, she... Her Russian accent is just gone now. Yes. It's been slowly disappearing. <laughs> yeah, she Halle buried it. Uh, she's hanging out with, you know, with Paul Ben. He's all just British. Yeah. yeah just <laughs> she was kind of embarrassed by it. She's losing it. Um, and uh, she says, no, no. Uh, she knows somehow. Which maybe I they think both know. might have been a hint because there is a Black Widow TV series coming out. Yeah. So they're going to have to explain that somehow. Right. And then... She Kat, says they both know. Who's even sure if you think they're talking about her brother or Tony? I assume Tony, but there are a lot of people dead. Vision? <laughs> Was she talking about oh, Vision? Oh, shit. I didn't even think it could have been Vision, yeah. Could have been. That's true. That's I don't know, he's also back again. So all these deaths Vision extra mean nothing. No, in the TV show. WandaVision. Oh, you're right. Or I guess he is. I guess he is just a robot. They can just... It's still so under... It kind of... I don't know. It just, undermines the death 100%, but like, come I on. Imagine, you gotta make money here, Carson. Right. Come I on. imagine Marvel's not thrilled with Disney fucking white trash winning the lottery and their characters. And, yeah, all of them, yeah. But that's it. Cap go. We already talked about Cap going uh, through time, an old man, and then mm-hmm. it uh, cuts to black after he's dancing with Peggy. Yep. No end credit scenes, except there was like a, a chung, chung, like hammering metal sound. Yeah. At the very end. So I don't know if that was them like rebuilding the Marvel universe or what that was intended. It's kind of oddly obscure that. Mm. Um, I like I I don't know. I'm not very creative, so I'm like oh, it's reference thing whenever I remember let's do it in the cave. Oh, yeah. But like I like it, when I heard that's why I assumed it was when I first heard it. But when I listened to it, I'm like that doesn't. It's not the same foley. You could easily you take the exact drop same. It. Yeah. So why did they? When I first heard it, it, I thought that was just then uh, a wink that they're rebuilding the universe now. That it ended, but now they're fixing it back up. Okay. Or it could be. They didn't want to undermine the drama of it all coming to an end with an end credit scene, but they still wanted to tease something. I really just want them to go get Swarmer one more time. One last one time. One last time. Oh, how I really like the, the tribute to Favreau they gave him at the end with his daughter, where he's like, oh, what do you want? Cheeseburgers? cheeseburgers. Like, your dad loved cheeseburgers. And he just goes, uh, I'm going to get you all the cheeseburgers. And she cute. cut to her like 300 pounds covered in zits. And fuck covered in Burger King wrappers. <laughs> That's such a funny thing when you when you like take a step back and look at that moment because the only reason Tony Stark likes cheeseburgers is because uh, Burger King paid to have their product in the movie. Yep. So it's such an odd incestual thing. I think it might have been a little self-referential too of like we're not because they could easily been like I got some cheeseburgers right here and you go to pull that a Burger King bag. <laughs> you go little lady. Your dad's favorite the double down exactly. fucking sandwich or whatever. But like I maybe because of all the moments they could have referenced from that movie. The cheeseburger. That line I felt that was Favreau being like wasn't that ridiculous? I yeah. had to put a fucking cheeseburger in my movie. I to want get... an American cheeseburger? Yeah. Yeah. That burger got this franchise off the fucking ground. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Kind of did. <laughs> and that was it. That was it. That's and it. I, yeah. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't head over heels with it. People are like going crazy about it. I don't understand that. I thought it was really good. Yeah. But I wasn't like, 
oh my god, leaving the theater, dropping my knees, holding my head kind of thing. Sure. But people are crazy now. So, and so. also, like, they're, they're responding to the hype around this thing. Around like, it. Fandango fucking crashed. It's already performed, blah, blah, blah. So the, they go in with their anticipations here. Usually that makes the movie worse, generally, to a human psychology. You should have seen the group of fellas sitting next to us whenever mm. we went, like... You would have thought they were we were in their living room. Like, yo, he's got two hammers now? Oh, oh bro. And that's their market they're appealing to, yeah. is these guys who are like play a lot of fucking Fortnite yeah. and get really hyped up. I like, forgot adults don't exist anymore. My apologies to the <laughs> listeners for deafening them with my fucking Scarborough <laughs> bro impression, too. And I apologize for calling everyone children, but I mean, I'm in the group, too, I guess. I mean, we did pay to see this fucking movie, one of us, twice, we so. Did, yeah. <laughs> but, um... Uh, yeah, really good, I think. I enjoyed it, man. I can't wait to marathon the two of them as like one five-hour epic. Mm-hmm. I think That'll they be go, interesting. They'll go really well together. But, um, so good. What, what are we doing next? What Do you want to do... Uh, maybe we could Can do I one? hear your quick rundown of what you thought of the fucking uh, Rise of Skywalker trailer? Oh, <laughs> I don't care. I know, that's what I wanted. The thing is, I, I literally... <laughs> if you'd filmed me watching it, it would have just been just... Straight face and like, okay, it's over. I don't. Okay. Uh, Tar- Carson texted me. He's like, Palpatine's it, and I got so mad. I you was like, so mad. I was so mad. <laughs> I, t- I was talking to so many people about it. I didn't even think. And I was just like, I, I can't remember. Oh, I was at work, and you texted me, and I was just like, or you could just not tell me what's in the trailer that I haven't seen. And then I got. I home. was honestly a little surprised when I, that because you were upset. I was wondering. I didn't think we cared about Star Wars anymore. It was more so like I was wondering how they were going to reveal it because, of course, after you sent me that. I I jumped on Instagram and there were no pictures. Right, so I was like, what the fuck? Like, do they show him? How, how, is, yeah. does, how does everyone know he's in the movie? Yeah. But there's no reveal. So when I saw the, the laugh, when I heard the laugh, I was more so like, okay, well, he didn't really like ruin a shot or anything. No, he ruined cool. a giggle. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. Might be the emperor. Might, yeah. Right <coughs> when Ian McDermott walked out at the fucking celebration. Yeah, he came out right after the trailer. Everyone, anyone who listens to this already knows my opinion. But uh, my opinion is, I'm just done with Star Wars. They're going to have, yeah. like, J.J. Abrams is a talented guy. I imagine, I'm predicting my review right now is going to be, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I didn't love it. Oh. I didn't hate it. The same as Force Awakens. Yes, same. No, <laughs> and that's I was actually tangents off what we were saying, because I thought this movie, uh, Endgame, surprisingly kind of gave me hope for Episode Nine. the sense mm-hmm. of, like, all you got to do is end it. This is your victory lap. Bring back the Death Star and the Emperor. <laughs> fucking, fucking Death Star. Iris out and fucking roll John Williams. That's all you have to do. I do like, like, it does feel like a giant fuck you to uh, uh, Last Jedi. It but, totally is. <laughs> I kind of respect it for that. I do a little bit, too. Because <laughs> the whole thing of, like, no one ever dies, and, like, it's, but wasn't the whole thing <laughs> the last movie that uh, anyways whenever they cut to him welding the helmet together in the teaser he's not even saving he's putting it right on front speed yep. like fuck you for yep. breaking my toys yep. like I am putting them back together well he seemed a little pissy because I watched clips of that celebration thing because I was curious to when the trailer would be announced yeah um and he seemed a little like he was being very cordial about it, but he seemed a little pissy. J.J. Abrams of being like, wouldn't you be? Yeah, if like, like I had a left plan, I gave it. He didn't follow it, yeah. so now we're gonna have to fix it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it wasn't like I have to add to what he did. It's like no, no, no. I have we to gotta, fix it. We gotta it. fix this shit. It um, should just start with Ray waking up from a dream. <laughs> Dallas style. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's on handing the lightsaber. <laughs> she's on the fucking planet with Luke. He's like, dude, wake up. Yeah, hello. Like, hello. Thank you for the lightsaber. This means a lot to me. Let's train let's, you as a Jedi. Let's go fight the Empire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're gonna show up with a laser sword. Did someone say Empire Han? <laughs> I'm alive now too, and it's me, Carrie Fisher. <laughs> this is a CGI face. <laughs> I <like all> <laughs> <stitched together. laughs> 
I fist my soapbox. You guys are great. <laughs> but it's, it's young Carrie Fisher dialogue and old Carrie Fisher dialogue. So it just bounces back and forth. The fans are like running out of the theater holding their hands. That was yeah. epic. I'm so happy to see you guys. <laughs> Snoke stole our son. Well, let's go get him back. Billy D's here too. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this fucker up. Um, we'll probably we'll be back uh, probably for maybe uh, Batman Batman thirtieth. There's something in the pipeline. I know there's a movie coming up. If not, we'll figure, we'll figure we'll it. Figure it. It's the yeah. summer season. A lot of stuff coming out. It's the summer. I introed. Can I take the the? the oh my god! I'm losing fucking words. I'm so yeah. Tired. I, I will take the outro. Thank you. Thank All right, you. guys. That's it for this week. Uh, tune in next time for another episode of Space Action Podcast. Woo. I love you three thousand. Aww.